Monday. Uh, no, it's not Monday night at all. It's Thursday night. Good God. East FM. <laughs> East FM 88.1, 107.1. You are on the happy hour. We talk sports on the happy hour. And Giller's here. How are you, Giller? I'm very well. i uh, looking forward to uh, discuss the week that was. Discuss what, the week that was. What it could be. Yep. Um... Yeah, and if we get any further on any of those sort of things, then, then I'm looking forward to that Are as well, for- <laughs> <laughs> whatever that means. We apologise for being a little bit late tonight. Gillo was a victim of Auckland traffic, wasn't Oh, he? yes, and perhaps Google Maps, yep. perhaps. I um, yeah, Did- I, I set myself instructions last week, didn't follow them, yep. and this week I went, oh, well, actually, I know... I know what those instructions were. I'll just follow those. But of course, it's a, it's a week a week ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't quite remember. Yeah. Did the path you took to get here? Did that change at all? No, no, no. It did change. That's what yeah. I meant. The, oh, okay. the last time, the last one I took was was quite. Um, I suppose I, I went in a more roundabout fashion. This yep. one was more direct. Yeah. Following the signs. Yep. But of course, I think everyone else was following the signs too. Okay. Which meant that there was more people. I perhaps should have gone freestyle, which and is my preferred option yeah, so in I, life. I, I prefer to freestyle from time to time because you get, um, you know, Google Maps or Waze or whatever, it comes up with all these fancy ideas and says, turn left here and you turn left and it's full of road cones and you're going nowhere. Yeah, I've had that, I've mean? had a uh, an extreme version of that when I yep. was in um, France not so long ago, oh, maybe eighteen months ago, and was following it, and it kept driving me into a dead end yep. in a little village. Yep. And there was a woman walking her dog, and she watched me over a period of forty minutes <laughs> <laughs> arrive in that street, and then back, and then back up all the way out, and then t- fifteen minutes later, I'd returned. And yep. um, yeah, she spoke a little French to me. I spoke less French to her, and I got out of there. And. How long did it take you to to realise the error of your ways until she came and approached you? <coughs> well, no, How no, many I, times had you circled her village? I knew that I was in the same place but coming from a different direction. Yep. Um, and I had – I'd already travelled 900 kilometres from Italy okay. in, in a day. In, uh, the, in the car? In a vehicle, in a car. Okay, well, yeah, was- in a little uh, little Jeep, manual Jeep, uh, Jeep uh, Renegade. Okay. Uh, not – yeah. I bought some CDs to play in the car. Nice. Modern cars don't have CD no, players, so I, I just no. had to flick through. So uh, you drove an old Jeep for 900k. I know, it was a new Jeep. Oh, it was, it was a, a new Jeep. A okay. new Jeep. You know, a yeah. new little one, little Renegade. It can't have been that new because it, it had a CD player. No, it didn't have a CD player. Oh, it didn't have. No. So but I, you were reliant on CDs. I took two tall CDs okay. <laughs> <laughs> across the world. You know they have, like, streaming services now. And I, stuff. I do understand yeah, all of yeah. that. Uh, and I thought, that's fine. Nine hours or 900k's, yep. I'll go back and I'll listen to that. Yeah, all day. Just two, just two albums. Just two. Okay, and that was it. And they got, they never got opened. Um, and I listened to a lot of radio stations. And the most interesting, mm-hmm. we're on radio. Listened to all the radio stations uh, as they. I, I moved the nine hundred kilometers from Italy into into France. Yep. The um the most English um like so English songs the most played was Queen by really? a long shot. Huge amounts of that Queen. That doesn't surprise me though. To be honest, yeah. Queen were a band that crossed all, all sort of national national barriers and stuff, didn't they? They did, they did. Mm. Um, but to be the, I mean, they were like almost forty. Well, I didn't write these things down, but they were, no. they were, they were, it was it was a high percentage of Queen songs versus anything. You might have one of this and one of that. You flick through the stations and you find two Queen songs. Was it all time. classic rock though? Were you tuned to a classic rock station? No, I, I was. I was not reliant or or, um, or putting my uh, my uh, efforts into any station. It was just literally what songs I knew. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of funny songs that I don't know in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> The ones, that, the ones that come out of Eurovision. The, the ones in German and <laughs> yeah, stuff. the ones in German scare me. <laughs> yeah, and rightly so. so. So they do. Uh, thinking about scary places, um, your Chiefs. 
They're sort of not going too well, are they? A sort of. I sort mean, of, we did. We touched on this last week, and I was a little <coughs> bit dismissive of their abilities. Um, and this week, I'll be even more dismissive of their abilities. Yeah, sort of. Last week, I was a little bit not surprised or shocked, but just straight Saddened. up, just straight up. The conversation was about the Chiefs, I think. Yep. The words were, they suck. Uh, yep. words, not, not, not mine. <laughs> yep. And I find myself here having just sat down the room. I'm in the same place. In the same place. And I'm quite disappointed about yep. that. Because uh, who did we play again? It doesn't really matter, does Those it? Those Crusaders. There's, there's only there's only three teams that are yep. going to be playing. Those Crusaders. And, uh, and look, they played, yep. uh, well, I mean... <laughs> They looked again like the Blues the week prior. They looked mm. like they were to me. They looked like they're going to win the whole time. Yep. Um, Gatlin complained a wee bit about that. You know that quick pass. Um, uh, I believe Sever Reese. Sever Reese tried. Sever Reese. For people who don't know what we're talking about, basically Sever Reese. Uh, there was a knock on at the, well, not a knock on, but uh, one of the. Um, Crusaders Fords, I think, left his feet. And that was Jack Goodhue, wasn't it? Left his feet at the ruck, um, and the refs have been pretty militant about um, the ruck, well, very militant about the um, the ruck and, you know, everyone clearing out of there as soon as possible. Jack Goodhue did like a good Crusaders man did and, and slowed the game down. Of course he did. Um, and Warren Gatlin sort of said, that's not cool, man, uh, because in the event, well, what eventuated was that Sever Reese took a quick line out through when the Chiefs was sort of remonstrating with the ref. Correct. I think Cruden was. Yes. Um, and he flicked it to, uh, was it Will Jordan or someone? That, I believe so. Yeah, that, fullback, that, yes. He's got a bit of toe, that lad. Yeah, he does. He, um, and he took it on the burst. He On the burst. And he, he just went over the stripe and while everyone was still complaining. And, yeah. And Warren Ball was sitting up in his um, ivory tower, sort of um, gesticulating at, at the ref and mm. touches and anyone who would listen. And after the game, he continued on with that narrative. He did. He did. And they didn't thrash him. What was it, 18 13 or something? It was one try. Yeah, it was one try. Five points. You mean the one they scored when it should have been a penalty? Which one? The one we were just talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, but they scored another one. I believe they scored another after that. Or is that, was that the last try they scored? Uh, I um, think that was the last one. Last one. Perhaps. Either way, he wasn't happy with the referee. No. Uh, no. But to me, again, uh, just like the Blues the week prior, the, 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 the Crusaders looked like the stronger team. They did. Um, so it's very... Um, uh, well, concerning is too strong a word because that's a game. Uh, mm. However, it's very annoying. That's a, definitely a word that I want to use yep. because the Chiefs are capable of extraordinary football when they're on their form. Um, but at the moment, I think, um, I don't know whether I, do I, do I quote Ted here? Uh, the can. Crusaders look like they're, they're the business. Um, the yep. Blues, it'll be a great clash. I'm looking forward to that one. Will be a good game. I don't know whether I'm diverting the, the conversation away from the Chiefs um, mm. by talking about the Blues and the Crusaders. Probably uh, Bears, yeah. but yes. <laughs> uh, I, well, um, who have you got this week? you got the, the Hurricanes, right? got the Hurricanes. I expect to beat them. Yep. yep. I mean, they're not looking that great either, are uh, they? Doesn't worry me. Even, uh, even Hardy Savi is, um, I know he, he, the first week he only did 40 minutes or so, or 20 minutes or so, I can't remember, but he didn't play a lot, did he? And then he's been fairly anonymous, hasn't he? Um, do you think perhaps he's coming in like a little bit like um, Bowden was for the first game or two, just to you know get his, I mean, he has had knee, was it reconstruction or just the um, just the ACL? I'll, I'll give you that. Just the I'll ACL. give you that. Maybe he's just a little bit coy, a bit gun-shy perhaps. Well, I don't believe that. I mean, my understanding is I am, mm. I am no professional. Athlete. However, my understanding is when they they get the pull like a dog, I throw the throw the ball to my dog, and he just charges. So these professional athletes, they want to play footy. Yeah, um, I don't think it'll be that. I mean, he's a he's he would have conditioned the rest of his body to the nth degree. Yep, uh, it could be rust. 
Um, but you know, I agree with you. In short, yeah, he he came on and he made he, he didn't make the big stampeding runs and the big hits and the big clear. But no. is, is was that expected? I'm not sure. No. Well, part of the issue I think for Artie is the emergence of Hoskins to Tutu. Um and this is the All Black captain. Uh, oh no, no, he's gonna, no, that's no, Kane. No, he's that's gonna, Kane. But he's going to knock captain out. <laughs> he'll be on the side of the scrum until he gets injured, and then he'll move on. Um, anyway, I think because Hoskins has just exploded, um, and New Zealand rugby still has first dibs on him, even though I think he was born in the UK, wasn't? No, he? no, 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 no. Uh, he's uh, born here. Yep. Uh, to a Fijian dad, well, obviously Wasaki, English who mother, is, uh, English mum. Is that and, what it is? Yeah. And he qu- so he qualifies for three nations. Okay. Fiji, if they want to get hold of him, which I believe I can't remember the coach right now. I know um, Eddie Jones has um, thrown some darts. Obviously, he'd love to get some super players up there in key positions. Yep. The loose, perhaps. I read an interesting article today that they they want to get move away from from Billy Vunicola. Yep. Um, I thought he was. I don't watch a hell of a lot of European football. number eight, you mean? Yeah, number yeah. eight. Yeah, they want to get away from that type of player, but I thought he'd him and his bro had done exceptional work for the English team over I, the last few years. You're right. I see what they – I kind of see what they're saying there. They're kind of, they went with a big abrasive bully boy sort of off the back of the scrum for yes. a while in England and kept them the tight as they always do. But I think when they've seen um, – Particularly with these innovations in the ruck, mm-hmm. um, I think they need some more mobile sort of guys around the fringes. Um, and Satuta obviously picks. Um, well, he used to be a back, from my understanding. Like his he old was a man. winger. Yeah, so um, he's only a recent convert. Exactly, and he's pretty rangy too. If yeah. you look at his build, so he, so he's um, got all his wing skill. He can pass. He goes, yeah. I can pass off my left hand. I can pass off my right. I can yeah. step. I can left. I saw him throw a really nice ball that led to a try the other day. Some one of the. Uh, who the hell scored? One of the Blues wingers, anyway, snuck over the. Was it Clark? Maybe not, but I would possibly. possibly but the pass was fantastic. fantastic it was just, ball. it was just classic mm. skilled back footy mm. hold and pass, and in the bread basket, where he goes. But surely uh, New Zealand rugby is front of the queue when it comes to this guy. I look at, I read the article, I went, and he said, "Oh, the decision when I make it will be easy." And I'm, yeah, I think so. Why would you mm. want to go to the UK? You get paid more, but you're 21, is he? Yeah, he's not real. No, so why would you want to play your best years in a in a, in a mud bath? Mm. Um, and you hear him talk. He talks like a Kiwi. I mean, he's a Kiwi. He's a Kiwi. Yeah. Um, so. Fiji probably can't give him the support that he'd need in the final. I mean, uh, the All Blacks would. No, no, Fiji's out of the equation. No. I mean, and I think England sadly, to, but that's that's just how it is. The way it's reality, that, right? Yeah, it's annoying that. Uh, I mean, obviously, I'd want him. At, he, he's a Kiwi. Uh, yep. He's born here, but uh, the the way that the the island football's been treated, you know. If they were able to be, you know, anywhere near, not even parity, even ten percent of some of those big unions up north. Yep. The likes of Scotland, Wales, yep. Italy, um, uh, France, every now and again, Ireland, every now and again, and possibly even yeah, England, maybe not, but they'll, they'll they'd lose. They'd lose. You're right. They'd lose to these guys. Um, mm. So for for Hoskins to Tutu, I believe there's a no brainer. Um, don't know him from a bar of soap naturally. Um, however, skill set's incredible. He's um, He's in New Zealand in the system. He's born here. Uh, nothing will increase his value more than being a high-end All Black for a number of years. So if he wants to play overseas, absolutely. And then the, he can then he can still just dart off and play club rugby in the UK. Of anyway. course, or, or Japan. Yeah. yeah. Play, and, play. and by then, by the time the next World Cup's gone, that's probably the period he'll he'll only still be sort of twenty-four 20, or so, unless yeah. they give him. A, they, I mean, to be honest, I think they'll probably give him a superstar contract after that to to keep him in New Zealand. If he's playing the way he's playing, I can't see why not. 
Or um, you could have a, a Bowdoin-style um, sabbatical and just not play for uh, but let's three get, years or whatever it was. He'd be know. getting hammered not by you. I'm still bitter about that. He'd be getting hammered by you, though, wouldn't he? He would be. Yeah. By then, he would be. Yeah. His eyebrows, his ears, lobes, yeah. everything would be bruised. But he doesn't care what I think, so that's all right. Oh, well, we'll find out. You know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. Let him go and then give him, give him heaps. Absolutely. So I'm fired up. Um, Blues have got a buy, which is good because I'll be icing a few niggles and stuff like that. Who's got niggles, do you reckon? I don't think anyone in particular, apart from the guys that are already out long term. Right. Um, but the week off, there, there's always bumps and bruises, isn't there? Of course there? there is. You know, and there's only so much you can recovery, um, you can get done between, you know, if you've only got, say, a six-day window. Mm-hmm. If you played on Sunday and you're on Saturday again, you know, it's not a lot of time. No, no. Um, so hopefully we'll be, as I said, we'll be able to rest up and get rid of that and come out firing for the... Uh, well, in the village of the damned on uh, the following Saturday. Which one is that one? It's called Christchurch. You might oh, yeah, it's a yeah, god awful place. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> as the name and you suggests. can say that because you're from uh, the Waikato. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I if I said it, I've been. Oh, look, trouble. I've lived in Christchurch, so yeah, sure, it's, it's yeah, a god awful place. Yeah, it is. Uh, that's yeah. that's in the name, <coughs> Christ and Church. <laughs> it does. And when you drive in there, it says "Turn around." It just says. There's a sign that says "Don't, don't bother, keep going." Because <laughs> the first year of living here will be fine. Yeah. After that, you'll realise you're in a different country. Dirty place. Right? Just, just incredible. Yeah, but to be fair, you the student lifestyle when you lived there i went there a couple of times no, i've lived there i've lived there student wise i've lived there twice i've gone for business for jobs and yep. poor business yep i've given it a crack and yep. after 12 months every time i go no this this is a different part of the country yeah very different and very it different. just doesn't it just doesn't suit me mm. um geographically you, you could argue it's uh it's fantastic you know you've yep. got the sea you've got the the, the the alps you've got the um the harbor akaroa you've got um, hey, we got Mount Wellington. You got Mount Wellington, so, and you can see the sea. Yep. Uh, there's no Alps. Yep. Um, you've got, um, you know, uh, access to lots of little things down there. But but it's it's sort of more than that. They, yeah, the, it feels like living in the North Island ten years ago. Yep. It sort of feels like you're about to be attacked when whenever I've gone there. Yeah, well, do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, There's a lot of neo Nazis wandering around and things like that. The um, look, I uh, what, what I, I you mentioned student life down there. My student yep. life sort of evolved around the classic student occupations of of going out and not going to university. So that's that, not an occupation. Well, 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 I tried, I tried. Yeah. Um, and a um, um, well, preoccupation perhaps. And the um, I ended up working for. Uh, I started training with the karate club and started knocking on doors. Um, to, <laughs> so I, I forgot you were a karate aficionado. Yeah, to, 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 you were selling memberships or something. To sell memberships. So, right. so I've walked around. Now I don't. I know Christchurch anymore because it's full yep. of the pieces. But prior to that, I'd knocked on every door, you know, half a dozen times. Yeah. And are there neo Nazis down there? <laughs> Absolutely, man. They're so <laughs> crazy. You walk in and you just go, "Oh man!" And they're, they're always the ones who want to talk about martial arts, and you're always just trying to back out comfortably and quietly before they flick and flare. Yeah. Swastikas on the wall, pit bulls in the corner. Yeah. Woman nowhere to be seen. All sorts of weaponry sort of oh, just, adorning the walls. Yeah, and, and they're in the scariest of places and they're talking yeah. about, I mean, yeah, it's it, it, it strikes me as a... Portraits of um, Heinrich Himmler and yeah, stuff. Or, or, and, yeah, I've seen it and it's it's uh, existed 20, well, mm, 25 years ago. Mm. Um, but no you doubt. You realise we've just lost our whole Christchurch base. Thing. Well, we were, uh, we're in, yeah. Mm. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, it'd be interesting to have, get some get some callers, please. Get some callers. It's yeah. okay because you're the one saying it, and you're not a you're not a Jaffa, so they can't say no. They can't say if and Jaffa well, talking smack about us. And I'm not lying. No, uh, I'm just I'm just <laughs> saying what I saw. Um, so, but they produce uh, and attract good rugby players. 
They do. I don't know what that means. I wouldn't say they produce them, but they certainly attract them. Uh, okay, Dan Carter. We've got Carter. I'll give you Dan oh, Carter. We, yeah. uh, they, I think that Will Jordan's a homegrown product. Possibly. Yeah, I might but, be wrong. But, but that's one so. of the reasons why I've disliked them immensely is when they went out and came last after the first Super uh, 96, 12. Yeah. They, got, they got pumped in the start. And, yep. and they went out and recruited. They, did, they yeah. did what would be called an Auckland trick, yep. pre, pre-professional. Which I'll, is, give you, I'll give you that. Which is why yep. um, from the Waikato there's a little bit of no angst and no no. No sort of chip on the shoulder, but yeah, yeah, most of our guys, not anymore, but back in the day, they were homegrown. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, they went out and recruited, and they, they uh, 97, I don't know how they went, but 98, they they, they got the Blues. I do remember, because James Kerr, James who Kerr. used to play for the Blues. Yes, he did. Um, I think he was from Gizzy originally, though, wasn't Correct, he? Correct, Gizzy um, Boys High School. He um, he sort of fell over the line in a, in a okay, it was sort of a try that probably was a bit lucky, but it however. Was, it, it was, and it was going to be yeah. a three-peat. Yep. Um, and it was it was stolen, and it took you another seven, six, seven years to get another one. 2011 So when the Blues came back. 03, didn't you win 03? What did I say? What did I say? I'd, so you won 96, 97, right. and 20, 03. 11 was, wasn't us. I wasn't thought we won an 11. You've won three times. Okay. Well, Crusaders have won 10. You might be right. 2003 was sort of Carlos yeah. and Cashmore and... Correct. That sort of Xavier era, Rush. Yeah, Xavier Rush. And, yeah, number yeah. eight. I think it was his last season before he left. Yeah. Um, and Crusaders were pretty much dominated the All Blacks, didn't they? There was, uh, I remember one Crusaders team. We lost in late, I think it was about 2001, and we lost to the Wallabies in uh, Christchurch. At, the Crusaders lost the Wallabies or the All Blacks? Uh, yeah, the All Blacks, but the Crusaders, uh, the All Blacks, see, they're interchangeable. Almost. The, the All Blacks were made up of 14 Crusaders plus Jonah. It's just that like. That was the team. Oh, and it's just like uh, back in the day in the late 80s with the mm. uh, with Auckland. With Auckland, yeah. Uh, there was John Gallagher. Yeah. And the rest was, yeah, the Whippet. Craig Green. No, Craig Green. Oh, was, was it? He was a Cantab. Oh, okay. Maybe there's two. Andy Earl was sort of yeah. floating around. He was a. I thought there was a 14 man All Black dog. team. And the oh, 14 man Auckland All Black team. <sighs> They're probably, I think. I'll have to look I it up. I recall there being at least 13. I know that. I've got one the of those. exception of... All black books, I'll study it. John Gallagher, maybe Craig Green. Craig Green retired, I think, after the 87 World Cup. So that, that 88 year, they were looking for new wingers and they used Paul Simonson from Down Your Way. Did he? Uh, yeah, he went on a tour. 88. I think they went, well, maybe in 89, they went on one of those tours that... Um, where they take sort of 400 players. Do you know what I mean? Uh, was, is that the one they made a video out of? Yeah, the good, the bad, and the ugly. There you go. You're right. Was Zinni writing? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was the media guy, I think, and Zinni was riding a little pony. Yeah, or something. Whatever. It was yeah. a crack-up, though. Eh? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it, but that, that just sticks in my mind. What sticks in my mind is when they used to practice or go to practice and they all had different colored jerseys and socks and shorts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now it's all training kits. So, yes. You know, you have to wear the same stuff. Yeah. But in those, you could just, do you remember from club rugby and that? You could just wear whatever you wanted to practice. No one cared. I remember when I went to, uh, first came up to, to, to school and I had my old, old club gear on. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, my old school gear on when I was living in uh, another country. And, uh, the, the, those colors were, Blue and white hoops. Yep. Blue shorts. Good man. White shorts yep. and blue and white hoop socks. I like it. And I arrived just thinking I'm wearing my old colours. Yeah. And as soon as I walked out the door in the hostel, I just went, <laughs> I just <Yeah>. got... <laughs> <laughs> I just got slaughtered. And then I walked down into the into the top field and everyone's going, who are you, man? What are you wearing? Yeah, You're not yeah. supposed to be this. I said, oh, this is my colours from... You so know, you wore your exact same team kit. And not thinking for a second yep. that I was... Wearing the opposite of what I should be wearing, i.e., okay. black, yeah. yellow, yeah. and red. Oh, well. I was wearing blue and white hoops. 
Did you get a few dead arms from that? I got, yeah, I got spotted uh, yeah. by, by the hostel boys, by the people yeah. out of town. Yep. Uh, and ridicule. Yep. As you should. Expected, though. Expected. Yeah, that's fine. I've got no um, problem with that. So, yeah, so that, that was the good old days when you could sort of make fun of people. Oh, you could make fun of it, but yeah, Do you know I, what I mean? I'd wonder what I'd wonder what that is like now because. Mm. Um, but if those days, at least the person getting made fun of could punch someone if they didn't like them. You just chose. You went, yeah, All right, just I get one t- of them. Just <laughs> punch one. I'll take it, or I go. No, no, I've had enough. That dude there is getting snotted. Yeah. Um, and it typically sorted itself out. Everyone went. All right, there's a, a balance to the force. I shouldn't say that if I don't want to get snotted or now, if I'm into it. Now man. you just put disparaging um, comments on Twitter. Yeah, which which is interesting because they get more vile now. Yeah. They get a little more bitter. It gets feral, eh? Yeah, and very quick. At least in a one-on-one stint. See, I had a stoush uh, with a parking attendant yesterday, a parking warden, um, and, you know, everyone hates them, let's be fair. So Yeah. Um, yes, Yeah, they do. And um, he sort of tried to shape up a bit, and I was like, what are you doing, man, dickhead, like this? And it sort of turned into a, a, a bit of a Barney. Really? Yeah, just out in the car park in Howick. Is that <laughs> Howick, of all places? Yeah, good times. I would have um, thought skinhead Christchurch, but no. Exactly. But in the old days, you know, you could just punch someone and, and whatever. And, you know, these days you just – You'd go on Facebook and say, I just had a run-in with a parking ward and how rude and, and tag in Auckland Transport into it and say, your people are disgusting. Disgusting is a word that gets thrown around a lot at the moment. There's a lot of people, yeah, look, it's... Offended I, by everything. It's mm. it's so easy to take something wrong when it's written down. But if something's so simple... That's true, though. But That's so, true. So simple. Yeah, yeah. They don't know the tone. The tone was, look, we're quite jovial. I wanted to punch his head. Yeah. Um, we didn't. And I still don't like him. No. Look, that sounds fine. Yeah. Everyone here is happy. Yep. Um, but no, you put that in writing. My God. <laughs> Talking about fights uh, that they've started but it can't finish, the Warriors having this big sulk um, against the NRL with their players. Um, someone will probably correct me, but I've got David Fussy Tour, Ignatius Parsi, and... Pulu, I forget Pulu's first name, but anyway, um, are they running away from Australia? They're basically three young lads sitting there saying, we want our girlfriends to come over so we can have a bit of house your father, um, and which is fair enough, but at the same time, they're professional athletes. They know what they were getting into, and the, currently the rules dictate that you, these people can't come into the country unless they isolate. So I think they need to put their big boy pants on um, and accept that they're making hundreds of thousand dollars a year uh, for playing rugby league. What do you think? Is uh, that too harsh? I look. I there's there's two elements to this. One of them. Yep. One of them is I just listened to the radio coming in. No, not not um, not this one. But uh, it one, wouldn't be radio sport because uh, there is none. No, there's no radio sport. But it no. talked about sport on a radio. Okay. And what they did well, say. Well, that's rare these days. What they did talk about yeah. was that they, apparently there was a promise that this was to happen if you went. Yeah. And just like taking on any job, you get yes, we'll get you X and Y or 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 whatever it is, and it hasn't come to fruition. Now, I know someone has come home yep. just today. Yeah. Uh, about to. Yeah. I uh, didn't catch the fellow's name. He's not in the, the he's like on the periphery of the squad. But, but that's, they're the players they want more because they should be younger and hungrier wanting to play. The, the rationale or the, 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 the reason was his, his pregnant wife or partner had had a car accident. Okay. Well, I might cut him some slack there. And I thought... Mate, you got to go home, but you got to go home and sit two weeks in isolation. Yeah. So she, and she's fine. She's not like in. She's not. This is. Well, well they, I mean, that's a bit different because I can see yeah. 
he's concerned for her welfare, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. But I'll go back to your, your original point. Was well, he just, a, they I'm knew looking, what they were Yeah, I mean, I'm looking. I was inspired a little bit by a meme uh, that I saw on Facebook earlier that said, you know, one of those your parents' generations went to war, blah, blah, blah. And oh, yeah, I did see that. You're all concerned about, you know, um, outrage and all this other crap that everyone goes on about now. But uh, these guys... Well, if you're in the military, you go on six-month deployments in a submarine or something like that. Your family know what you're getting. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're getting. <laughs> you know, getting. <laughs> or not getting is the case. <laughs> and, you know, you, you you sail along in a big big metal tube with a bunch of other seamen for yes. six months. Yes. And that's just how it is. That's part of Navy life. That's what it is. You know? These guys are getting paid a lot of money to do a job. No one's saying they can't have feelings or anything like that or miss their family. But just smoke the first dude you see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the field. Just well, go, that, All right, I'm angry. Yeah, I'm pretty angry. Yeah. Well, the young guys are going to have, you know, balls like watermelons, aren't they, by the end of it? The, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, the, um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I understand the. Human nature is a funny thing. I mean, yeah. uh, yes, on the face of it, you're paid a lot of money. You're living the dream job if you're an athlete and you want to get, yeah, you want to get massively tackled and and would, and I look. There's a part of me that um, at a certain time in life would have been great, but it, yeah. it ultimately hurts. But they love it and uh, they're and they're they're trained for it. And you'd think, well, this is it. But the but the, but the brain comes into it, of course, and. The brain thinks, well, my family's not here. I'm not mm. here. And, and so, but it becomes a real woe is me thing. And and to be perfectly honest, you could see that on the field when they got thumped, whatever it was, last well, week, I 56 la- or something. I talked about this last week and how I couldn't do it. And then I saw the score the next day. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I think I said that, didn't I? I said it'd be 50 nil. But I didn't I didn't predict the, predict the try, one try we got no. or two or whatever it was. So I thought, well, no, I didn't, I didn't see it. And if they were over there, just making up numbers and their heads are not in it. They're not. Their hearts are in they're it. They're not. Did you see some of their defence? That was woeful. All right. Like woeful, yeah. like even for them. Right. Even for the woeful warriors. I mean, the attitude, defence's attitude, is that correct? I mean, am I paraphrasing professional athletes and coaches here? Because I, yeah. I, I mean, as a very, very amateur rugby player of a very, very few seasons, I loved defence. Uh, yeah. In the midfield, it was just, I was very, very limited in my attack. Yep. But, Throw someone at me or get me to yeah, not someone too fast. Because yeah. <laughs> they're mucking in because they're going to score. Oh, yeah. I love the hits and love the tackles and love yeah. whatever. That was the that was the that was all right. I'm going to stop them in their tracks. And if I was, oh, I just think usual thing. Yeah, if I was Jonah Lombu, would I have been a better player than Jonah? Mm. I've heard lots of people say yes, I would have been because <laughs> <laughs> his defense was, was missing sometimes and his it. It, Jonah's defence always um, troubled me because on occasion you could see him just do a massive hit, like on someone just flatten them. Yes. And other times he, he seemed to have this thing where he grabbed at people's jerseys he did, a lot. Try to, he was always just trying to go. I think it was maybe because of his height he had to bend down a lot to grab people bend or something down like a lot, that. Or, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <clears throat> I just... It was weird because when he played in the forwards, I remember seeing him and Phil Kingsley Jones used to talk him up as a kid and of course, stuff, you know. That at Wesley. Um you know, oh, this Jonah is, you know, he's wonderful and all this sort of stuff. And he seemed to be able to tackle then when he was a – because they put him in the junior All Blacks or whatever it was called at the time mm-hmm. at number eight, didn't they? Right? Yes. I don't know many number eights that can't tackle. So either they would just had to find a place for him. Close quarter contact tackling maybe rather than sort of rangy sort of stuff. Just around the fringes and stuff, yeah. yeah. Perhaps. I mean, I didn't watch a lot of that. Maybe he just wasn't conditioned to tackle with someone coming at him and diverting away on the angle and stuff like that. 
Maybe just because with a lot of big guys, they're slow to turn. Of is, course. Is the first thing. Yes. And and if you've just got that mass and size, it's going to take you longer to turn. So perhaps that's where it came from. Maybe he just was he just couldn't keep up with them if, if it was sort of a one-on-one situation. I don't mean just pace v. pace. No. I mean if they're coming at him, you of know course. what I mean? Like James Small, for instance, mm. in South Africa. Yeah. Um, Jonah never scored against South Africa. No. And I believe James Small scored against us when Jonah was in the team. No, did he? I remember watching a, a test in 1996 down in uh, uh, favourite favorite haunt, uh, Lancaster Park. Lancaster Park. In the terraces. Yeah. Uh, before they got destroyed, yeah. and I um, remember just watching the the anthems and the two teams facing each other, and um, sorry, no anthems. And afterwards, they face each other at the Haka, and watching James Small like literally, he was on the end, right on the right end edge, eyeballing Jonah, yeah. um, and uh, you know they're all in line, arms around each other, shoulders, etc. And Small was gunning at him, and they, his teammates were pulling him back. You know, he yeah. was he was like a little rabid. Yeah. Uh, and every time Jonah got the ball. Bang! Smalls ran his ankles. Drop, Small, Smalls drop. a tigerish little guy. Well, he wasn't a little, but he was a tigerish. By comparison, player, wasn't he? by comparison, he's yeah. small. Uh, James Small. Yeah, they didn't name him that for that reason. Uh, yeah. he, uh, and he had a little bit of dirt. Remember, I think it was '93. He came and played Waikato did a big. That's right. Steaming charge straight into Steve Gordon's head and KO'd him with his hip. Yeah. Um, That's right. Yeah. yeah, so he had a bit of a rip, rip already of being a little dude, and he was a wild man though, from what Correct. I understand. He didn't mind, he didn't mind, you know, a visit to Uncle Charles and things like that. From no, what no. I understand. No, no, he was yeah. a feral African. <laughs> He's no longer with us. He's no longer small. with us. No. no, no, they've lost a few. I leaders. know what you mean though, and the times I saw him interviewed uh, subsequent to him playing, mm. um, he was actually. Quite a good guy. He was like, um, you know, he, he really respected the guys he played against, but he was just one of those. I think he was from the rough part of town and he kind of just just played as he saw it, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. And he could, he didn't need to be reined in because he was just a bit wild, you know what I mean? Um, but it seemed to work to him, particularly in that era because um, players weren't the vanilla robotic guys you get no, now. No, you, know what you, I mean? wouldn't, you wouldn't get that same form of... Um, no. Yeah. And they're all still... Their physiques are all starting to look the same. Have you noticed that? At the moment. In union, I'm talking. Because, you know, league players have always been about the same build. Correct. For the, forever, you know. A lock can be the same size as a winger easily, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, but I've noticed in union, I mean, it's, obviously they train different muscle groups depending on what you're doing, you know, your role in the team and stuff like that. But I just see a lot of these players all don't look the same. Well, uh, two, two things maybe you want to agree with you. The first thing is uh, uh, Chili Boy Ralapalli. Yeah, the uh, hooker. Yep, just got himself yep. an eight-year ban. His third one. What uh, did he do this time? Drugs. Drugs. Same. Same yeah. thing as whatever. His growth hormone. Or yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. And of course, there was a bit of that. You might remember last last year the World Cup when he lost to the English. The um, there's some photos. Did you just say that quietly? So because we we're not remembering that. No, no. Yeah. There's some finals when they kicked our ass. They man. smoked us, and pro- which is very uncommon and highly unlikely. Uh, but it happened. The um, remember there, there was photos of the South African team prior to the World Cup, and they're all standing in the shed or and they're all, as you say, just enormous and they're all huge and they all look the same. Um, And, of course, doping is – I'm not accusing South Africa of doping, but all of, um, you know, the junior years have got massive doping issues. Uh, How can a whole team from the winger to the prop have just, you know, maybe a 20% difference in physique sort of fit out? It's not natural. I mean, I know they they train themselves to the nth degree. Um, So that – yeah, so I think what you've said has some merit. Mm. That they do 
the union bodies have changed. Because you look at league, they tend to target um, a lot of the shoulders and arms and forearms because there's a lot of scragging, you know, dra- dragging guys down to the to floor. And they all, they all seem to... Um, well, it seems to bring on, um, you know, all, they've all got large shoulders and, you know, they're all really, really uh, big across the shoulders now. Correct. Um, but, it, you know, they've got all got that sort of arrow formation, wide shoulders and the thin waist and all that <laughs> sort of stuff. Wedge. But and with a, aside from a few exceptions, they're all looking fairly the same. You know, you get a few guys out of the box who are genuinely big, but the, the really tall guys don't tend to play league because they get used in lineouts, you know, in unions. So. Well, well, I mean, oh, I can't remember the, the ex-All Black. Uh, it might have been... Kirkpatrick, he's still alive. Ian Kirkpatrick. Yeah, I don't know. Totally honest. I think someone oh, within the last month, six weeks, was saying, you know, rugby's a game for all shapes. Yep. Where's the tall guys? Yeah. Where's the small guys? We've yep. got Aaron Smith and T. T. is probably not that small, and Justin Marshall. Was, Aaron Smith isn't that small, as we all know from that photo he took. No, no, of course. Oh, I see. You mean in I? Home. I never. Uh, yeah, but I. Yeah, not referencing that. Uh, however, <laughs> the uh, but he, he's a smaller chap. But still, yeah. probably the size of we well, would have smoked Terry Wright back in the day. <laughs> the, um, the TJ wit- was like he was literally about seventy kilos. Eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. With a wet, with a wet footy jersey, which was you know all hanging they off. They just him. gave him the ball and he ran. Eh? That was pretty much it. That's Terry what he did. Wright. Yeah, um, he had a good kicking game though from memory as well. He could boot it quite far for his size. Like yeah, yeah, because they put him at fullback a little bit. Sometimes they did play well. him at fullback. Maybe Auckland did. I don't know if the All Blacks did. But no, I believe uh, yeah. the Wellington fullback did that. Because I think when. Um, Lindsay Harris uh, sort of moved on from that shield side. I think Terry Wright might have gone to fullback then from memory. Right. Uh, and then the All Blacks sort of looked at him as a – well, he, uh, he he held that a bit of a mortgage on that left wing for a while, didn't he? He did with his little moustache and everything mm. else. No, he was a, a clever mm. player. But, again, the, 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 the captain or the ex-All Black was, you know, the um, – the rules of it's it's about collisions. He goes rugby. His 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 words, not mine. Rugby is a game to be played on your feet. Yeah. Um. You know the collisions and the fact that you're, you know, you're you're getting hundred kg beasts smashing each other uh, in close quarters at lo- at ground level. Yeah. To him, it was, but it's not. It's not rugby. Well, you only have to look back at our old uh, principal, don't you, um, DJ Graham, mm-hmm. uh, RIP. Um, he was a open side, wasn't he? Correct. And um, Probably five foot seven, five foot eight. At Correct. Best. Not a huge one. Yeah, maybe seventy kilos, seventy five. Yeah. How do you do yeah. that? Well, different game. I mean, yes. they didn't. They didn't all go to the gym, man. They were putting in fence posts down in like, the wire wrapper and things like that, weren't they? Yeah, I was just thinking of the King Country with old pine tree. Oh, but, little, uh, yeah. King Country. I was just looking for a rural location. Well, which is where uh, Kirk Patrick's from. True. Uh, Winneray? Uh, uh, no. He was, was in it? Auckland. He played for Auckland. I don't know where he's from originally. He might have been Reggie Beers. I know he was. He went to Auckland as a boy to two, of course. He went to Grammar, didn't he? Yes. And, yeah. and his son uh, is now head of the Super Fund. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So. And they made a big purchase out in East Auckland recently, the Formosa Golf Course. I Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Mm. Yeah, because I um I played the course, and of course it's a it's, it's of course. It's a Did you just say I played the course? Of course. Yeah, and I said and of course, but yes, right. I, I, yes, I did say that, and I'll say that the course was in fantastic shape and everything else, but the condition is poor. Very. And so, well, I actually did a story on the whole thing falling apart. Yes. Um, so I know quite a bit about it without going into too much detail. Basically, the owners um, ran into some uh, debt problems and also they were dumping effluent into a stream which, <laughs> no, didn't, which didn't go down too well. Doesn't have the, the EMA or so, RMA. Uh, they ended up sort of having a few legal um, 
uh, ramifications as a result of that. But now New Zealand Super has bought it, and the golf course itself, because it, in its day, I think ninety eight, ninety nine, it held the New Zealand Open, didn't it? Formosa. I know ninety eight. We had the World Cup up north at the Gulf Harbour. That rings a bell. Uh, but I'm but pretty not, sure um, they went Formo- to Formosa. Formosa for did play some big event. Look, it is yeah. a it's a championship course. I played it. Yeah. Like I said, I played it only the once. There's a lot of rough. The the layout mm. is great, but the the the, the upkeep was poor. This, I'm going back four years no, now. No, it still is, and it's got worse. I believe. Yeah. I drove past it just the other day, but basically, it's all turning into um, housing now. So. Well, that's what my thing. I, they, yeah. I, they didn't say they were going to do that, no. uh, but yeah, let's keep a golf course that's run down. Yeah. Um, they won't do that. They'll build. No, they didn't. Nice houses. They weren't very happy with my story on it either. Oh, really? But who cares? Okay, <laughs> you're a controversial <laughs> character. I am a controversial. I just it follows me. I can't get away from it. Just to be like totally it. honest. All right. Um, I think the NRL is a bit shady. Per- personally, I think we've discussed this before. Might have been with the other when the other guys were on, um, and. That Peter Volandi seems like a bit of a gangster to me. This is the new guy. Um, you know, Volandi's the runs guy who runs it, it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's something about it. You, you wouldn't trust that guy. You know what I mean? He's yeah. like, you wouldn't trust him to sell your shoes. You know, he's sort of slimy looking. Let's be fair. If we're basing everything on appearance. And is that what we're doing? We are. I just think the Warriors gets dicked by the NRL constantly for everything. If it isn't refereeing errors, right? Yes. It's obviously making the latest thing, which I don't entirely support them in. But, yep. but they, we just always seem to be just little brother that they just tolerate but don't really care. Could you? you know what I mean? And they have for 25 years. Well, okay, I, I, I don't want to digress off the Warriors, but I have read that. But also there's a, a you know, North Queensland uh, is it in a, in a, is it yep. is it New yep. South Wales? I mean, I remember Thurston just saying, "Yeah, you know, he's almost in tears after a yep. match. How 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 <laughs> how can I can we have lost this match?" Well, I think as I said when I was talking about Volandis being a gangster or not a gangster, but he's just got that appearance about him. You know, mm. it, it's sort of wide boy, yeah, get it bit, done. bit Barrow boyish. Yeah, uh, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and and as we talked about before, the NRL do anything for money. We were talking about this All Blacks Kangaroos day game. That's sorely yes. doomed. It's of course. Sort of, surely it's Funnily doomed. enough, I was, I was happy to read that some pundit expert said that all he sees is injuries. And I, I think yeah. it was Darcy Waldegrave, actually. But with, is he an expert? Probably. I guess. Darcy's been on the radio a long time. Yeah, we were so. listening to him and see... Uh, Oh, 93 or something, in Christchurch back in the day. That's right. He, yeah. He's from down there Correct. originally. Yeah. yeah. You're right. So I know. Um, I just don't th- trust really anything, anything the NRL does. I no. Think I admire their um, marketing. They do. They they make a, a um, what's the saying? A, a purse out of a sow's ear. Uh, yeah, correct. Close I, enough. I Silk that, purse out so, of a sow's ear. Uh, you are. I mean, you are right. Mm. Because, I mean, it's a limited game in the sense that Tackle, 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 kick. What happens? Go upstairs, check the video. Did someone score? Did someone knock it on? Yeah. That's pretty much how it plays out, right, most weeks. To keep people interested in that, yes, you're doing a pretty good job. Because if you're a simple – if you like simple sports, that's fine because yes. it's not hard to work out what's going on in league. Union's a lot more complicated with, with with the ruck and more, the line-outs, all that sort of differential penalties, short arms, that sort of stuff. Yes. Um but I just how do, actually how do we get onto that topic? Because I was talking about Peter Valandis. NRL, NRL oh, being yeah. dodgy, uh, but but knowing how to market a product, they know how to market a product, and, and I would agree. I mean the the league product. I mean internationally, uh, no one plays it, so I mean it's like Papua New Guinea. 
I know they do play it. The Kumars. It's, I mean, not, that, it's yeah. not that popular, is it? No, no. Uh, you've got, you've got. You need you've got, a bit of armed security if you if you play in Port Moresby. Oh, you need. Yep. Oh, the stories I've heard. They're <laughs> no, no. crazy. My mum actually used to live in, in Port Moresby for like seven years, so <laughs> I've got a reasonable background on what goes down there, and um, it's, uh, it's it's you know they've still got a few tribes that. Oh, know, there's absolute yeah. wilderness out there, and <laughs> yeah. they um they so, they get a bit get a bit uh, witch doctorish. Yeah, yeah, they do, and they get a bit fiery. That's why you don't see a lot of games being played there. No, they will throw stones at you. Yeah, yeah, on and the field if they don't like you. No, no. Because I've heard stories about. I think it was Kevin Tarmati or one of those sort of guys back from back in the day, or one of the Sorensen brothers, and they said they were just shit scared playing in PNG, yes. basically, um, just because what was going to happen afterwards. Yeah, you know, it was yeah, we'd like give them a hiding. Oh, here we and go. And they wanted to be ferried on a bus and just charged out of there. You Good 6,000 Papua yeah. New Guineans ready to <laughs> They were after them, all right. Yes. Um, but, yeah, sorry, back to the NRL. I, uh, the marketing, they, uh, yeah. I'd agree. They um, do well. They, they've they got do a, very well. They've got a product that engage. I mean, it seems so cheesy, a woman in mm. sport. And whatever, and of course they've got dudes glassing their Women misses. In <laughs> yeah, they've got dudes yeah. glassing their like, players. Oh, no. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> a simple it's simple, isn't it? But it's well yeah. simple the game, you mean? Because I've got two comments on this. Uh yeah, no, that's all right. <laughs> Are you gonna say simple supporters? Is that what you're gonna say? Uh, no, well actually the game I, I worked for a fellow who's, who's a well known uh entity and he he said um you know, contrary to the popular belief that the um the league, uh, rugby league was uh, uh, invented. I'm gonna offend um uh, league listeners here, unless we've already done that. Which so. one? Oh, offended, offended everyone from Christchurch and league listeners. So, far. oh, there's a, there's a big league community down there too. I know so I'll Canterbury go, Bulls. I'll go for them as well. Yeah. And uh, this fellow says, uh, contrary to popular belief, it wasn't actually um, you know the Northern League, Northern uh, provinces or counties yeah. of, of England, which was actually a very interesting story. After yeah. that, I'll, I won't. I know, I know what you're getting at. Yeah. And uh, the um, he goes, and actually, the what happened was, um, you know, um, and, and I'm paraphrasing, and I'll miss some points, but the gist of it was, um, for some reason, um, you know, four or five of the most intelligent men in, in England were put together in a room and said that uh, you guys aren't coming out until you come up with the dumbest game you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they, they were stumped. They said, well, of course they're academics. And they, they go, well, what if someone ran straight at someone yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that person smashed them? <laughs> and they go, see, I don't know if you're being facetious <laughs> or this is a real story. And they go, and they go, and then they go, well, okay, well, what do we do next? We'll do it again. Do it again. And then we'll, just keep smashing. But, but how do we do it? Do we pass? No, no, no. We'll just put it on the ground. <laughs> and we'll just roll it back between our legs. And then what happens? We'll just do it again. Well, how many times? Oh, six. Four or five <laughs> times. And maybe six. What do we do then? We'll kick it. Kick it. <laughs> <laughs> what next? We'll do it again. <laughs> so you're sorry. Uh, so that's why it's so popular in Australia. That's why it's huge in Australia okay. and the Northern Counties. Oh, the, yeah. the Northern Counties, that's a, it came down to money. The, the RFU yeah. didn't want them. Anyway. Yeah, another topic, but yeah, and a lot of it was owned by pit owners and stuff in the old days. In England, you mean? Yeah, there yeah. was a lot of. Well, what it was of, that yeah. the, the the working class started playing rugby with the toffs. Yeah, and the working class were hard men. Yeah, and they didn't want their toffs getting didn't like it. no, they didn't want no, to get smashed no. every Saturday yeah. by their employees. So <laughs> yeah. so so that so they went all right. We're an amateur sport. Well, these toffs, the 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 the, the working class men, well, yep. couldn't afford to take a day out. Yeah, because that's the whole point of it. The toffs was like, yeah, you take a day out to play. Yeah. Well, you can't play when you're when you're a hardworking man. Go and shoot pheasants yeah. or something. Well, yeah, sort of, yeah, no, there's no exactly. way we're going to we're going to go to the mines. Yeah. So the northern clubs went, all right, we'll pay you, yeah. and they went, right, you can't play the rugby union then, and they went, all right, yeah, we'll make it rugby league, and it's still there now. It'll make it a lot smaller, but is it? 
I saw it on Sky. Very there interesting. Is, very interesting. Mm, some uh, of the, I'm a little bit worried for the health of rugby league in the UK, though, because last time I went um, over there, I went and watched a, I watched the Challenge Cup final, not last time, but maybe five years ago. Mm-hmm. And I think Saints were in it and they were playing... Might have been Leeds. Anyway, um, they went to Wembley because the Challenge Cup final is always at Wembley, even though it's a northern game mm-hmm. they, they go down. Um, and there was literally 12 people there. Oh, really? And I was just like, what's going on here? Really? Yeah, it was it was quite sad, to be honest. Not 12, but yes, not many. Not Wembley full or even half yeah. full. And I remember the Halcyon days sort of of the early 90s or late 80s, early 90s with Chariots of Fire and, of course. and uh, Dennis Betts and all these sort of guys. Yes. And Betts made his way out here too, didn't he? He did, and he was on a big donut in 95. Him and Andy Platt came out because right. we basically had to bring some what they called hardened Englishmen. Yeah. Um, and it said hardened Englishmen basically said most of the time at Mission Bay um, <laughs> sort of <laughs> at the beach from what I understand. True, the latte set. Who was that? So that was Ian. Remember the guy started the Warriors? Well, not starter, but who was the first guy? Ian Robson, was it? Yeah, Ian Robson. It was Robson. Aussie guy. Yep. Um, and he got a few sort of um, guys perhaps past their best from the UK. And also in those days, the UK, they've caught up a bit now, but the Super League and all that was not the standard that we were playing right. down here. Right. Partially to do with fitness, partially because they didn't have any Pacific Islanders. Yeah, of course. <laughs> the other reason. Uh, yeah, they, they, um, so they didn't have the athleticism. And, uh, yeah, and, and the done. Dy- you know, the dynamic skills they didn't have, which no. they have learned now, to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. But until they started putting a bit of a swirl in their vanilla, then, you know, things were pretty straight up the guts. Yes. You know? um, but hopefully the game survives over there. The NRL is, it always annoys me in the sense that they're a bit of, they look after their own alert, mm-hmm. uh, which is fine. But if you look around the world, they are pretty much the guardians of the game. Right, apart from the you know the UK clubs, um, in New Zealand and Australia and Pacific and all that. Anyway, they're sort of the ones in charge, but they um, they don't do a lot to help themselves. To be perfectly honest, they're still quite tribal, and because they're club based, there's a lot of interest scrapping over things and things like that. And then you get these sort of clubs that get excluded, like Norths and all these sort of you know old clubs that mm-hmm. probably should still be a franchise but mm-hmm. aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they get all dark at the Warriors and stuff. Oh, why are the Warriors? You know they've been here 25 years. Get over it. You know, um, but they. You know, they've, they're very insular is probably the best way to describe them. That like would, I've found within our own anyway. Yeah. Well, that would, yeah. yeah I, I, would agree, I would agree. Yeah. As, uh, as they, they're all about, and they're always calling it our game. Have you noticed that? Like yes. On Fox and Channel 9 and all that, they, they would say, and the rules of our game suggest of, our, you know, this is what we like to do in our game. And it's, it's, it's Trumpian. It's, if it's, if it it's is a little bit, and uh, it was prior to mm. Trump. Uh, it, and it's well done. It caters mm. to the, I mean, they do. They, they've, they've got, you know, I mean, look at rugby over there. I mean, we've got a, a rugby has a monopoly, has a monopoly at this time of life, but, yep. you know, look at, School sports, you know, yep. rugby's third, if, if not less. It's definitely changed. Basketball's going. Basketball um, number one, I think football yep. next. Yep. And maybe even rugby after that, or maybe even less. Yep. Because I always hear people say, why do we suck at football or soccer, as we call it yep. in the NZ? Um, we don't suck. It's just everyone else has been doing it a lot longer than us. So yeah. our team's probably 100th best in the world or 50th or something like that, right? Yep. 
I mean, they've been to the World Cup a couple of times. They were unbeaten the last time. They Only went. unbeaten team. Thanks, thanks to an offside goal against Italy. A little but bit of cheating. From cheating that. free. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. So, annoyance. Um, so I reckon that's more of it, really. That um, Yeah, it's, it's numbers. It's, it's, it's just early numbers. development. Yeah. It's um, and, a culture. I mean, the co- you've, you've seen football culture companies. Yeah. Uh, countries, sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's completely It's part of the it's DNA, on the, isn't it's it? It's on the TV. There's yeah, so many yeah, games. There's so many. It's not like you wait for the weekend to play. No. Um, and I mean, these guys And there's a shit ton it. of money in it too. So, like, kids are going, I wouldn't mind being a footballer. It's an incredible amount of money. They see them with all their wags strutting around and their Bentleys and all this yeah. sort of stuff, and they're like, I don't mind a bit of that. I mean, the, the, you know? yeah, the, the, the money is in, uh, just incredible. It's, you know, what, 20, 20, whatever a day or something. 20. It's astronomical. Like, I can't even compute how much these guys make. I love it. No. And they get done for tax fraud or get close to it like Messi. Yeah, uh, yeah. His old man <laughs> to yeah. do a deal to get a jail. Like, mate, you had heaps of money. But what's but it, the point? it would be hard to hide your money in the sense that, you know, someone, a captain of industry or something, will probably hide it in the Bahamas or, or Switzerland or yes. that sort of Even though Swiss have tightened up a little bit, they're still dodgy. Um, if you're a footballer, you sort of have to go down that same route. But, however, you're in the media eye a lot more than, than a guy who's a billionaire from, you know, yeah. What it's selling, whatever. Yes, right? you wouldn't know who he so is. So everyone knows how much you make. Yes. People start doing the maths. If you're a half decent investigative journalist, you'll you'll do the maths and, and find the asset trail and see what what leads where and all that stuff. And people are jealous. People like to talk about other people if they know something. You know, they'll say, uh, "You know, Messi is is you know got a fleet of Range Rovers hidden in a garage, and you know, yes. and he's, he hasn't paid any tax yes. on them, and all this sort of stuff." You know, someone will rat you out. Oh, it's it'll, only a matter of time. It'll happen. Yeah. yeah, it'll happen. Yeah, um, no, but yes, I mean football versus yeah, it's and I suppose it's also uh, you, we mentioned the league being a simple a simple game. I mentioned simplest terms, but uh, <laughs> the it's a simple game. But it's it's pretty. I mean, uh, you know, my, my wife uh, is French and didn't grow up with she grew up with the rugby, but not league. Even though there's a bit yeah, of a league, there is a little bit down yeah. that south. A lot of them are farmers, eh? Yeah, like, and yeah. they're rough as guts. They're just rough up, as guts. Yeah, yeah, they're rough as guts. Uh, and they're uh, all sort of Gerard Depardieu sort of guys. Yeah, and, yeah. And she's yeah. like, I just don't get this game. Um, but football is a it's a simple game. There's an offside rule, which yeah, you know, I took you know even. Even if you don't understand, it's a lot easier than a, a lot of rugby rules. Yeah. It's just don't be in front of that fellow at this time. No. Um, and it typically only happens, you know, in this third of the field. I would be more excited with football if they got rid of the offside trap, to be honest. Um, as someone who's a fringe watcher, um, I would – just like to what, see more goals. Just someone hang- – oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I don't appreciate the school level that real football fans do. You know, they'll sit there and go, oh, that's – you know, you're in Britain and you watch it with a, with an English guy or something and they're like, oh, that's class or, you know. The zero zero all draw. Yeah, yeah. Hour and a half yeah, later. But it was a good game. Yeah. Like, that sucked. No, no I, one. I had an uncle who uh, had an uncle and he um, he said, no wonder they, they got these hooligans. You know? Yeah, because <laughs> like, it's boring. They go to this game for two hours and fucking nothing happens. <laughs> And uh, and they uh, all of a sudden they're going to work out there and smack some dude. <laughs> exactly. And they've, they've all had 10 points before. And of course. Well. So they're keyed yeah. up for this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, oh, yeah. Nothing. Do they actually watch the game like a little? I'd, I'd, like, I'd like to speak to a hooligan at <laughs> some stage, and, or not even a hooligan, but a passionate fan, and, and just ask, do you actually watch the game or are you just sort of singing and drinking piss? Because yeah. you can't buy booze at the ground, can you? Oh, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure of it you can't. Um, they get so psycho because it's only an hour and a half, so they just say they're all pissed up anyway. Of course, so they're going to keep from, going. Yeah, you know, 
Might as well just give them a bit of time off. For, for me, it's all the Hollywoods. I do. I actually grew up playing football for the yeah. first couple of years before I uh, so played. I, I, then I went to rugby, which happens in New Zealand a lot. Yeah, of course. Uh, mm. And my old man's Irish, so he was more football than, than rugby back yeah. in the day. Well, he's from a part of Ireland that was more Gaelic. GAA stuff. Yeah, more yeah. that. And then, and then football was the next thing. Uh, and I enjoyed I enjoyed playing it. And uh, so I do appreciate that. But what I cannot stand is all the Hollywoods and all yeah. the flipping and flipping and tricking. Yeah. And I think that's what puts a lot of red-blooded New Zealand men how can you, you watch Sam Kane get a broken neck and walk off? Yeah. And then you watch some dude like <laughs> pretend to kick his ankle and yeah. he's flipping you know, three meters ahead in the most. A lot, a lot of that comes down, honestly, a lot of that sport bratness is kind of what that is. And and <laughs> that comes down to being paid too much and not being disciplined by the referee. If you look at a referee, see, I'm Pirate Crickets, so I know. You know, I've got a fair scope you, you on control these people. Yeah, well, there's that, but it's a different game. But these guys get paid so much, they just scream at the referee and go on them F and C and all this. Yes. Nothing happens to them. No. They don't care. No. And, and that's was, what happens. Even for the 20K fine, it wouldn't matter. Exactly. They're like, yeah, yeah whatever. Got you know, and they can actually surround the referee. I hate when they surround the referee. That's yes. terrible, man. That's yeah. just a terrible look. It is. Because kids do it too, man. They just see the, their heroes doing it and they go on the field and just yell it. Because I've seen junior soccer. Yes. Uh, even over here, and the kids like going ape at the ref and stuff. You're like, are you serious? No, no, no. That doesn't, that doesn't happen. You're at all, all just running around in a huddle anyway. Yes. You know? That shouldn't happen at all. I mean, and, I, they, and their shithead parents on the sideline, you know, yell stuff at the ref. I've had that at cricket. Like, yes. Um, I never thought that parents on the sideline was as big a problem as as various government agencies have, have started campaigns on it, you know, and tried to convince us that it's a terrible problem. I never thought it was that bad until I started like umpiring cricket. It is. Right. It's bad. Right. Cricket, obviously more of a gentleman's game and a longer game, yes. so you don't get as much of it. No, certainly. and you're further away from the... Potentially. But I think I was saying, I was down at uh, Paparoa Park here, down at the Hornet's Nest, watching the Hague Hornets the other week. And um, I'm not going to single out the Mount Albert supporters. I'm sure it was happening on both sides, but I was next to some. And they were they were pretty wild, eh, a lot of it. Yep. And I was like, why would you want to referee this? No. Like, seriously. No. You know? And the ref, you could tell he was getting annoyed, but he was just used to it. Like, right. just shut your gob. So if it was me, I'd just turn around and, you know. <laughs> well, be, be like when I, how I was with the parking warden. <laughs> well, funny, I uh, watched my boy play a warm-up game at a, at a Beachlands. Yep. You know, nice, lovely yep. Beachlands. Nice part of town. And a, uh, one of our parents was um, was advising their uh, coach, who was the ref, very low-key, very yep. low-key. In fact, I didn't even notice that but apparently the same kid had head hide. Three times in a row, head hide one of our players. Was it your kid? It wasn't my oh, kid. On the other team. No, no. So, oh, right. so a, a father from our team yeah. was, uh, was pointed out to the referee who was the coach of the other team that one of he- their players had head hide one of our players, or well, three of our players in a row. So basically he wasn't tackling low. He was down and how old were the kid? We're talking eight years of age. Okay. Okay. So there wouldn't have been too much damage from it. No damage. No. And it was very low key. And so this fellow, this father on our team, pointed out to the ref when the line out was close and the ref turned around and he's from our village. He went to the yeah. same school, a few years younger than us, but I didn't know him. Just totally squared up to him and walked him chest to chest off the six inches of the field that he had crept his toes onto yeah. and told him quite firmly that he, um, he was to watch the game and not comment. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, so the ref was the that was by far, like, I and I remember another parent was beside me and said, I didn't think that was, was you know, was, was warranted. Mm. Um, but, yeah, the ref took care of it in one go. 
um, mm. which could be dangerous if you're going to Mount well, Albert. Well, that's right. <laughs> they, but these parents need to rein in little Tarquin, don't they, a lot of the time? Yeah, and, well. Uh, and that's, yes. that's what it comes down to. I had a guy um, come up to me. I was umpiring this kids game uh, a few summers back, just just a Christmas game. I think it was over the holidays, so it wasn't a premier cricket. It was just a kids tournament. Milo, one of those old ones he's dead. <laughs> And this this guy um, came over to me at halftime and said, um, so was that LBW out, was it? And I said, which one? And he said, because I knew what it was sort of about because he had a smart-ass look on his face too. Mm. And I, I said, which one? And he said, oh, the, the, the last guy you gave out, could you was that out? You could see it, could you? It was, it was pretty much out. And I said, I wouldn't have given it out if it wasn't out. Of course. And I, he said, oh, I was on the sideline watching. And I go, is that your son? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, and it was miles down leg. He, he wasn't hitting. It didn't. He didn't hit it, and it would have been hitting the stumps. And I said, so you're on the boundary, seventy meters away, side on. Yes, mind you. Yes. Um, and that you can tell me that it wasn't hitting the stumps, basically. And he said, blah blah blah. And I said, look, if you're going to come at me with this, at least have the stats, you know, <laughs> or the facts to back it up. And it started getting a bit. A bit parking wardenish again, and and but thankfully, actually, the Auckland, the boss of Auckland cricket was there, uh-huh. uh, and he sort of walked, walked over and backed me up and said, "I mean, I wasn't scared of this guy; he was a no. midget, but I don't mean physically back me up. I no. just mean like he walked over and stomping said, on his head, just piss off, mate. You <laughs> right, know what I mean? Because right, right. you don't need that shit, man. Like honestly, it's not cool. Eh? No, no, I think no, it needs to be in the spirit, particularly at that age. Yeah, um, and the kids get embarrassed too, man. My old man's a bit of a um, firebrand. And yes. he, um, he used to yell stuff from the sideline to us all the time, like, yes. you know, like stuff you probably shouldn't. And yes. it's like, it's a little bit cringy. It is. You know? Yeah, I make a point of just um, uh, just letting the coach and the referees do their bit. Yep. And just talk, if something pops up, talking to my boy afterwards about, you know, how to deal with it. And that doesn't yep. mean turn the other cheek. Yeah. Uh, if, if, if I think, you know, punch in the nose. Yep. Punch in the nose, yep. uh, but very, very rarely does it come to that. And most often, it's 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 the parents, um, yep. and they reckon they are, at our club anyway. They said the the biggest thing that stops kids playing football or rugby, sorry, rugby, uh, is um, is not so much the, the the game itself, but it's a trip home. Um, that, right? that was a line that the, the well, because they don't want to talk about it. No, they, they, get, they get the the parents go. Kids tend to leave things on the field. Too. The parents go, yeah, of course they yeah, just had yeah, a game. Yeah. The parents go, yeah. the parents are trying to relive some lost glory that never existed. Yeah, uh, through their kids, you should have smoked them. You should have scored the try. You should have stepped. You should have. And done. I find actually it's um, interesting gender debate too because I find uh, the women get pretty feral. Um, just as feral as the men. Uh, you mean the... Probably more. The commentators? Can, uh, uh, sorry, the no, sideliners. Sideline, yeah, Because yeah, they yeah. can get away with it because they're women. So no one's going to say, I'll punch you in the face. You no. know what I mean? So, I they think it d- so they do. They really... It probably has come to that in, in certain parts of town. <laughs> of <but course. laughs> you know what I mean? Probably not at Beachlands or somewhere. No, but. they put a nice sort of vegetarian spread afterwards. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, but, uh, that was healthier than normal. But yeah. not chips and sausages, but... No. Oh, well, it's, you know. It's lovely club grounds. Lovely yeah. and, and great. They've got the... Um, Is it the one by the sea? Correct. Yeah. Uh, with a great big, yeah. great big sort of pavilion type club yeah. rooms. It's and massive, yeah. they've got a little badge on their thing saying um, top club. In Auckland Rugby Club. Yeah. As, yeah. In, as in support, or as in uh, most welcoming. And they were. They were yeah. very welcoming. No. Yeah. No, I think uh, my nephew might play touchdown there or something like that right. in the summer. They, they all sort of just run the wrong way. You know? yes. I don't really know what's going on. No. Neither do they. No. They just have, uh, just to have fun, which is the point. That's the whole point. 
And we have fun here on Sports Happy Hour. Well, we have uh, this week anyway. East FM 88.1, 107.1. My thanks to Ryan McGilloway for coming in eventually. Got there. Uh, we eventually got there. We'll run a little bit over time, but we'll uh, we'll have you back to the sweet sounds of Kick Up the 80s, I think it's called. Right. Oh, it might be Su- Should we play Susie and Friends? But a Susie Cato. The drive home, Susie Cato. Yeah, she does a she does a kids show on East FM. Yes, oh, does she really? Yeah, she does. Okay, uh, probably shouldn't play it now because it's it's more of a Sunday morning thing. Okay, is she the she did the, um, the dancing home, with the stars? Yeah, of course. And the in home mm. um, during the lockdown, I believe she did some. Did she some little in school sort of in home teaching thing? So you go online, or you, you click into the, and she'd run, oh run yeah, a little, was that the, the class? Okay, yeah, and I think she did uh, something else prior to that. <laughs> what was that? Uh, what else? Uh, she you did don't the, know, do you? Lots of kids. She did the kid thing way back in the day. Kid, she did. It was called You and Me. Well, the song was called You and Me and something else. We're talking. Are we talking recent day or way? I, I thought I'm talking 15, 20 years now. So am I. Wasn't she around back then? But she's back. She is. And still looking good. Yes. Nice to see you, Kat. Uh, Susie Cato. East FM at 8.1107.1. That's been the happy hour. We will catch you next week, provided we haven't been fired. Provided, yeah, there's no editing. We'll see you then. See you. Have fun.